Welcome to the Mondo Neon Show. Argon, Neon, Helium, Xenon, Krypton. Transform and roll out. Mondo Neon Show. I'm with uh, Joseph Giampino from Special Signs. Thanks for uh, jumping on. Hey, thank you for having me. Um, so, yeah, so you're from the, um, you know, can you tell us a bit about the history of how you got into sign painting, pretty much? Uh, I was <laughs> I was a, a writer for many years and artist. I went to art school, design school, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, I was always fascinated by it, always looking at ghost signs and windows and how things were made and always been super into how things get made. And I had to make a sign for somebody and I did it. And I quickly realized that there's more to it than you know, what I had to do. And the more I dug in, I just went so deep into it and I could not not become a sign painter. I fell totally in love with it. The lettering, the traditional work, just looking at old signs and touching old signs and seeing brush strokes and going down the rabbit hole, of old brushes and old paints and just like really, really digging into like the whole art form. Um, you know, it's like early design without a computer. And now you kind of like, it was true, all analog. And now everybody in a wild, fast paced digital world, you know, it's a nice to like step it back and actually do things by hand once again. And I think it's very cool and romantic to see, you know, cool old signs that have been painted. And you walk by signs and you wonder who painted them. And you know that like, there's all these different elements while they were painting. They could have been cold as hell. It could have been raining. You know, they could have been low on paint. Or, you know, they could have been using crappy paint. The brushes could have been trash. But then they make this beautiful piece of work. It's very utilitarian. And I, I found that really cool. So I just dug in real deep. And uh, I couldn't stop. And I just had to become a sign painter. It's a cool story. And, you know, you're also, you do things like... Um just all over the place, you know, like restaurants, scoreboards, you know, signs, glass work. Um, mm-hmm. you, where, where exactly did you start making uh, sign? you know, your paintings and whatnot? And you're in uh, North Carolina, right? I'm in North Carolina now, yes. Um, how, how did I get started? Where did I get started? Or, um, like what was or yeah, you're in, just like you're at right now, you're in North Carolina. Is the mm-hmm. kind of the climate there, is it conducive to, to doing sign painting? You know, I, I do wonder sometimes, like, within certain businesses like we had um you know sign painters that were in chicago and obviously there's many months where it's like really cold you know do you kind of is it is it easy to kind of get around doing what you do or is there a lot of you know physical uh, work involved i'm heavily tattooed and i was talking to a good tattoo friend of mine one time about this and he's like you just have to adapt to every situation not every skin is different or not every skin is the same sometimes people are moving sometimes you know they can't take the pain you know sometimes the color doesn't want to hold sometimes you're having a bad day so it's the same thing with fine painting you just basically have to adapt to every situation if it's super cold on a window sometimes you have to heat that window up a little bit so you can paint it you know sometimes when it's raining you have to hold off until it's not raining sometimes it's super cold and you just gotta bundle up if it's outside or sometimes you can't paint because it's so cold you know sometimes when it's too cold you know paint will flatten out and like you just have to 
you know, roll with the punches and just because clients want everything done yesterday and mm-hmm. you kind of just have to like move and groove. It's so frustrating. Sometimes it'll rain for like two weeks, you know, like, Oh my God, I got to get some work done outside. So you kind of got to do the stuff inside for a little while and catch up, get ahead on some stuff. And then once it dries out, then you can do all your outside stuff. So just kind of, you just got to roll the punches and you have to adapt to every situation. Sometimes you'll be in the middle of a sign and it starts pouring down raining and you just got to, you know, and that's what's so cool about it. And like, there's a lot of people that don't realize that what goes into it and how much, you know, you know, adapting goes into it. And I don't know, that's another cool thing. Like I said, I was talking to a tattoo friend of mine. He's just like, you have to adapt to every situation, but that's how you become a master is being able to troubleshoot and, and figure out every situation to um, you know make it happen adaptability too like um you know where you kind of just mentioned too is like the weather being sort of at the the, you know the mercy of the weather but also too where you know timing is is really good like you know i think sign painters have to have a lot of patience i think and that also goes for i think neon makers too or just anybody who's doing kind of that kind of slow tedious type of work and i think I mean, you can do things like scale it up and have other people come in and help you. But at the end of the day, um, you know, you, you kind of have to, you know, work in different ways to get things done. Um, where, yeah, like I mean, said, that's the, don't get that, you know, most people don't see that. They just see the finished product, right? Well, that's the, that's, that's exactly it. And it's like, uh, it's like that with anything. A lot of people don't see it with any kind of handmade stuff or how things are made and what people go through to make it, you know, and I, and I think that the more that people see it happen, and sometimes people stop stop you and ask you, like, man, it's got to be tough, man. It's a rough day today. Or, man, it's 100 degrees out there today. You know, and they're like, I feel for you. You know what I mean? Don't you wish it was cooler? People understand it sometimes. And just like I said, you just have to adapt. And it's not easy. And so it's not an easy job. But it's so worth it in the end, you know, when you see the final product. And it's like, you know, like I can go buy all my jobs <laughs> if I'm walking by with my little girl, you know, or my wife or whatever. And I can go buy a job, you know, and it brings me back and I can go through every like emotion I was going through while I was painting that. You know what I mean? Like frustrated, the winds blowing like crazy and I can't put a pattern up or, you know, I drop a, you know, a cup of paint and I'm like, oh, you know, or like, you know, I get, I've poured paint in my lap before and you have one shot of enamel on your, crotch and you have to like take your clothes off in the car i mean there's always like something that happens and it's that i think that's what's so cool about it it's just like when it's all said and done and you have a wall up there and just like man i i went through i went through hell to put that up there. i went through boot camp to put that up there and, you know yeah I think totally i think what what makes uh what makes a sign like most appealing to you like in terms of like what you like when you walk around is there anything you look look at in in your area uh, in my area, like I live in like one of the faster growing cities in the country right now. It's like growing so quickly. So a lot of it's disappeared, but like sometimes like I'll step out of the town and I'll go to like little, like old country towns and I'll drive around and I'll go look at old signs. And I like the wear, I like the, the natural wear of a sign. I like the, you know, like a thousand window washers of like the beat it up or you know, it's got names scratched into it from some kid with a key. That's what's cool about it. It's like, I like to wear, it breaks in like, wind, like signs break in like a baseball glove. It's like when you get a brand new baseball glove, it's 
hard and stiff and really uninviting. But the more you play with it, the more you break it in, it becomes like something that you can use and it becomes like a really cool piece. You know what I mean? I don't know. That makes sense. I think signs break in over time. And that's what's cool to me about signs, especially walking around is like looking at old signs and, you know, and seeing people's mistakes and brushstrokes. Nobody sees the mistakes, but I don't see them really as a mistake. I see them as like just, you know, kind of like the whole thing of like, hey, it might have been having a bad day or it might have been really shaky because he got drunk the night before or man, he might have had like only one brush with them that was working, you know. So I, I noticed that stuff. You know, I, I pick the signs apart and look at it and I, I really enjoy every little piece of the sign instead of just, you know, walking by and just reading it. You know I mean, I, I look at it and I touch it and I see the stroke. I like when the strokes are blown out. And I, I like when they've been so flattened out by the sun and they've been here for like 40 years or 20 years, whatever, you know. To me, that's the coolest thing about it, if that makes sense. No, it does. I think, you know, where people kind of get lost in the sign making process, you know, I can see the same thing with, um, with like neon. That's why I think it's, it's cool to understand kind of the sign culture you know, on, a, on, a, on like more of like a, uh, I guess a painterly level because the intricate designs that go into a lot of it too um, have really kind of caught my eye. Um, and it, may, it makes me wonder, you know, like, okay, are they thinking the same thing as like maybe someone who's putting up some neon, you know, and, and actually, believe it or not, I mean, you've worked on some projects with um, other neon makers out there, like uh, mm-hmm. the guys over at class, like Nate, uh, <laughs> where, you know, you're combining different skill sets, you know, where it's a chance to kind of work in a different way. Can you talk about that a little bit, how that kind of came to be? Yeah, I, um, <laughs> Nate and I, I used to run a magazine um, in my area and he was a guy that um, we interviewed once uh, for the magazine and we all kind of knew about each other. And <laughs> like I said, I was a DJ for many years, for 15, 20 years. And he kind of knew of me and he knew that I was getting into paint and they hired me for a job and uh, I did a job, you know, and, you know, we just kind of, you know, kind of hit it off, you know, and we just became friends and I would just swing by the shop and then, you know, I was kind of fascinated by the neon and like, like I said, like he's a master of his craft and art wise, like I love what he does. I'm, I'm really into the old sign stuff. So I really like when he does the letter stuff and I like looking at the old cams he restores and stuff. I, for him, like working with him and meeting him, like he's told me so much about it. And I also took a neon class. So I learned to bend too. So I gained this like amazing, like appreciation of how hard and how beautiful of an art form it really is. And like adding different chemicals and gases to change the colors of different tubes and, you know, the whole process of everything from <laughs> the design, the hand-drawn design or whatever design, to the color choices that it can get built to the, I guess, the solenoids. Is that the right word, solenoids in the end? Mm-hmm. But then, yeah. like, you know, the glass and, you know, how there's different types of glass. And it, it's, to me, it's so cool, you know, and, uh, you know, watching him work and he was doing this project at uh, Dorothea Dix, which is a, was a, one of the bigger mental hospitals in the Southeast. And uh, he did this project and he bent, I don't know, I couldn't even, I can't even tell you how many like pieces for his big tree. And I just watched him over and over repeating the same step and every, it was perfect every time. And it just, and I just gained so much respect for the dude. 
Yeah. They faded he, dude. He has a god, uh, kind of like a a godlike talent, you know. When you look at that, I mean, th- incredibly enough, though, you know, he, he talked a lot about how he started out too, and everybody kind of starts from the same level. And I think that's the hardest part is to really just kind of like when people get going in anything, it's they want to, you know, model themselves after the greatest, you know. And and it's weird because sometimes you try to do everything you can to equal that, but you know, it, it does take time. Um, where you know, a lot of these processes and stuff where you're talking about sign making you know that's 20 years in the making or a few years in the making but either way it's it's just a matter of um you know doing the work and and having a chance to work with other people who are you know obviously uh talented enough and 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 accessible enough to want to give off that and that energy and i like that that type of kind of idea that you can just you know you roll up into a studio and uh he's able to (laughs) you know, kind of see your, your, uh, ideas kind of come to fruition and kind of add something yeah. to it. Really cool. Quality. Like he's helped me and he's like been a mentor, like, uh, chatting with him and stuff like that. You know, like if, I, <laughs> if I'm having a bad day or I'm down on myself, I'll go talk to him and I'll be like, dude, you know, shake it off, you know? And like, I'll ask him advice about sometimes I'll have clients and it's just like, you know, they're just terrible people. There's a lot of terrible people in the world. And I'll go talk to him. You know, he'll, he'll put it in a better, good perspective. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, and everybody that works at class and it's just not Miss Nate, there's a, you know, there's DJ. I don't know if you met DJ. She's wonderful. And there's Rich. There's, in, there's Sarah. They're all like Zach that works. They're all <laughs> super cool and talented and humble people. And it's a really good environment. And like, I'm their biggest fan as well as they're my biggest, or wait, I'm their biggest fan and they're my biggest fan or uh, whatever. You know what I mean? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't. Yeah, I'm, like I said, it's 10, 10, 30 at night. I'm half asleep, but no, they're, they're, they're great people. And, you know, I've bought a lot of neon books and stuff like that, just because like, I just really love the work and I love that sign painters and neon people work side by side for many, many years until like the cold uninviting vinyl stuff came in, <laughs> you know, and, and it just, it's not, that's not impressive. That's not impressive to neon stuff to me to see them place vinyl on these beautiful cans it's impressive mm-hmm. that you know you have someone like myself come in and paint it and then they they do the work with it because he drills the holes himself they make they get the cans built locally they just it's cool it's like a whole process and then Nate puts them up you know what I mean it's like an all hand done thing and that sign the neon can will be shining and you see it from blocks away you know and you'll walk by and but I did that with him. You know what I mean? It's, it's a cool feeling. You know what I mean? You know, and, and like yeah. the craziest thing about something like that <laughs> is that I'll paint something like that. And, you know, I'm like, it'll be like a little spot. And I'm like, ah, I don't like the way that looks. I think I made a mistake. No one in their right mind would ever notice it except for me. You know what I mean? I'll drive by it a million times and I'll notice that one little spot. Because I could see it in a little bit of corner where I made a little, you know, a little turd mark or whatever. And I'll <laughs> notice it. But no one else will notice it. Unless they pulled that can down and stared at it with a magnifying glass, but not, you know. And yes. I think that's what's so cool about it, you know. And I don't know because I want to be perfect. I strive for perfection, but you can't be perfect. There's no, you know. It's like, you know, it's not a we're, yeah. we're not computers. I feel I feel you on that. I think where you where you kind of crossed up too, as you were saying how you know oh, I do this thing and I want it to be this this ultimate kind of end all beyond and isn't it true that it's always the next one that you can kind of go after it on a, on 
a higher level, you know, you kind of leave that one there yeah. and then you kind of have to, you kind of have to walk away from it. Otherwise it just tortures you to, to try to go back into that. And I think that's the artistic spirit, you know, like kind of telling you like, oh, yeah. Hey, you better next time type thing. Whereas, you know, you always want to go back in there and it never works out too when you go in there and try and change it up again. Right. You just kind of oh, have to. Oh no, it never, it never works out. The only yeah. thing you possibly do is, 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 is toy with something that's over there. You know what I mean? But, you know. Yeah. What do you uh, feel is like the, what, what do you think is like the initial appeal of sign painting? Like for, from an outsider's perspective, do people kind of, do they find you or do you kind of walk, go out and find clients? Like, how's that process like? I mean, I've been pretty fortunate with this. <laughs> like I said, I, I made a name for myself in my city uh, through art and like being really involved in the community. And I've DJed in the city for, since I moved here from Philadelphia and uh, you know, I put on, hundreds of events i've dj'd probably you know five six nights a week for 10 years here so i mean you go and i've worked with every type of person you know like every type of event so i already had a name for myself and once i started doing this like the restaurants and clubs that i worked with a lot of them are like you know top tier brewers and stuff like that and <laughs> you can actually hear some dogs barking in a second I apologize. My wife's home. That's um, all good. It actually adds to the ambiance. But uh, I guess like I just built built a name around myself with the work I was doing, and then before, and then when I started doing this, they were all they had so much trust in me because I did such a good job for them. The other stuff and through events, I hosted all the b boy battles throughout North Carolina for a while, and you know through a ton of like hip hop events and you know, all kinds of dance parties and stuff like that. And then people kind of like just knew who I was. And they knew that I dabbled in art. And they knew I would, I would design all my own flyers. I did all my own like promo stuff. So it kind of just like, they already knew me as a designer and artist. So when I stepped into this, it kind of like helped me, you know, move in the right direction. And I haven't had to promote myself. I don't even have a business card, but I've, you know, I'm, I'm like so overly busy. I'm backed out, so you know, I'm months out right now. So but it's good, you know. And I just it feels good that I'm like helping. I was part of the community in one end, like the music stuff, and now I'm part of the community in the art stuff and the science stuff. But I feel like, uh, you know, I feel better about it. I feel like I'm going in the right direction. You know, stuff that's gonna last longer, and I'll have a a longer lasting legacy compared to like just playing music in a club or something like that. Well, it's interesting. I think the transferable skills, like when you're talking about your ability to uh, take those connections and, and really run with them. I think like some people could really listen to this and, and gain value from that and think about mm -hmm. the people they know and, and not in just like a kind of a, what can I extract type of way, but you know, it's interesting that sign painters were, were so publicly recognized back in the day. Like, whereas now the visibility of say buildings removal has this, you know, I can't believe it's still here type moment. I think a lot of people realize that, um, you know, they can make a lot out of what they've got by just adding a little bit of you know, unique, uh, extra element to it, you know? And I think that's kind of what you're thinking about when you, know, you were saying with your, your former clientele was, you know, you're already giving them an experience and then it was like, okay, I'm going to layer this thing on top of it. You know, it was kind of like a, an easier transition than say, you know, um, 
I don't know, just completely switching it, but it's still, yeah, I mean, it's still promotion, like, right? Like, sign making kind of is that in, in a way, kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it definitely <laughs> is, you know. It's a, it's a, just, it just feels like, you know, I, I, I feel like I, like, I, I'm personally like, I'm building bigger and better relationships with people in a different way. I'm getting a little older and becoming more of a family man. So I feel like I'm building like a lot better relationships with like the right people. Like I felt like the, the business, like the bar business stuff is really fueled by substance and alcohol. And there was no end game. And I'm not really involved in that kind of stuff. I don't really support that kind of stuff, but it's all about like the same people having the same conversations, you know, and partying all the time. And then like, I'm having 18 year old girls yell at me and tell me what to play. You know, like, yeah, I, I know you want to hear that track. I know you want to hear the baby Drake and all this stuff. And I, like, I just don't feel like you tell me that I have to play it right now. And then I'll tell you the honest truth, man, especially it's not just here, it's everywhere, but there's a ton of racism in the bar scene. And I really, really can't get down with it. Um, I think it's gross. And, um, I think it's like super gross and I, I don't like the way like people tell you, you know, you can't play certain types of music. We don't want this crowd here. You know, there'll be rules on the door and it's like, you know, obviously racist. And it's just like, I just, I, I, I was, I was at, I'm not the end. I was at the end of my, my rope and I just couldn't do it. So I was like this, me, I was, I was drawing and I was like, I want to paint signs. I want to at least learn to paint signs. And, you know, I, <laughs> I didn't have anybody to teach me. You know, so I taught myself, you know, I took a workshop, you know, and I was just like, I didn't learn anything from the workshop. I just had to basically like spend, you know, I invested everything I have into it, everything I possibly had, every like thousands of dollars in the old manuals and books and supplies. And it's all been trial and error. I just, I had to get out of the situation I was in and now I'm in a better situation, but I cannot turn my back on that situation because that situation helped me get where I am in this situation. I think a lot of people should, yeah, the, the, the recognition I get from all that is that there, you know, you never really can sort of fail. Like you, you can only put yourself out there. The, the joint kind of force that it took to kind of push you in that right direction was, yeah, was like everything where you come from, you know, like if you had invited yourself to do all those, other things and, and kind of, you know, be in that moment where you, you were kind of, okay, well now I'm going to do this, you know, but all that stuff building up into that, it was kind of like, I guess you could say it was the, the, the jump off, you know, to where you're at now, which I think is really cool. Cause you were like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say these things didn't matter, but it's just not where I, I want to go with, with my work, you know? And I think that's a great way segue kind of to, you know, just people, cause it affects a lot of people too. Like they, they do work that they are, are not comfortable with or um, like that there's probably a lot of people listening to this that feel the same way they do, you know, just generally speaking about their work now. And, and, you know, it's a great way to think about, you know, what else could you, you know, benefit from, from what you're currently doing now. And then just taking that and doing what you want with it. Cause it does sound like, you know, yeah, you've, you've had to figure it out. Um, but yeah, there's a skill. <laughs> that you were able to um, kind of 
I guess you could build on top of that, right? And and that's kind of what. Oh I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. And I never like I said, I worked with some amazing people, and there's a lot of people that are my clients now that I still work with. And I'm that you know that's people I DJ for or whatever. <laughs> that I still paint their places, and I really you know care about them. You know, like you know, like it's, I I can't I can't tell you how many people I work for that I've DJed for, but. You know, most of the people that are that are appreciating the hand painted stuff have also been very open minded. <laughs> they were open minded even when they owned their bars and those clubs. It's just a lot of the other stuff I had to do to make ends meet when I was playing in places that were making me sad and very unhappy. And it just wasn't helping me, you know what I mean? And like it's like you start DJing in places and you know, I'm a turntablist where I was a creative <laughs> DJ and like, you know, made a ton of mixtapes and I'd been on tour and I've traveled, I played internationally, blah, blah, blah. And did also, you know, entered battles and stuff like that. I wasn't the best in them out there, but I, you know, I held, I could hold my own, but I also like, I, I, I couldn't be around stuff that people that aren't creative and don't appreciate creative, you know, like what I was trying to do. And it just, it just bums you out. So, you know, I just found another avenue. You know, and I got into my friend on the, who was a very top tier jeweler, you know, asked me, hey, I need a sign. Can you paint it for me? I was always doodling at her shop. And she, I was like, yeah, I'll paint it for you. And then, like, like, like I said, I quickly learned, like, man, there's got to be a better way to do this. And I just went down that rabbit hole. And, you know, that's how, that's how it started, you know. Yeah. Is there, like, a skill set, a skill that, you know, you think sign makers need to have that or say if somebody wants to get into sign making, they're listening to this somewhere else in the country, like they want to, you know, because you were kind of did a lot of kind of self-taught things, but um, anything that helped you along the way? I guess the best thing, and then it's just like, I always, I always like, <laughs> you know, when it comes to anything, it's like, uh, if you want to be, if you want to play with, if you want to play in the big leagues, you gotta like, you gotta like, what's, 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 I'm trying to think of a good term. <laughs> I mean, you just gotta like, if you want to like, you can't like buy crap brushes. You can't buy crap paint. You gotta like really like buy the best because you're gonna, because if you don't buy the best, you're gonna end up buying the best anyways down the line. It's like when I bought turntables, why would I, why was I gonna buy crappy cheap turntables? I was gonna end up with 1200s anyways. So, Mm-hmm. Might as well just buy the twelve hundreds, you know. It's it's like if you're gonna do it as a job, there's a reason like mechanics use snap on tools and Maco tools is because they have the best stuff. They have to that's their job. You have the best tools in front of you. So always using the best paint you can, using the best you know, best brushes you can and just understanding that thing is reading too. <laughs> it's like little hints, like reading these old manuals, you know. They don't teach it. These old guys don't want to teach it. They're going to die with these trades. with them. There's only a few guys out there that don't teach it or talk about it. And that are very like humble and accepting. And, but most of the guys are very ornery. They're very mean. They're not, but like <laughs> you read these manuals and you go through them and just pay attention to them and read them over and over again. And just sit on the toilet and just read them and read them and read them. You know what I mean? Until they're like, the covers are off of them because you'll learn a lot from that. You know what I mean? And People getting into them too, man. Just trial and error. Mess up everything. Mess up every sign twice. Yeah. And it's cool. You to, won't make that mistake to, again. Yeah, you have um like a good point, which is like you, you know, you you hit it right on the head where some people can learn like visually, like you can't always rely on that because, you know, these these trades kinda have like a you know, a, a kind of a, a 
a retirement threshold. Like some of the guys, like you said, are really cool. Some can uh, really kind of, you know, be bum, you know, it could be a bummer to kind of like have to kind of go out on your own, not, not kind of get any feedback from that. Um, well, yeah, I learned kind of it the hard way. You know? I've learned the hard way, especially with a couple of sign, old sign painters in, in my town. I've tried to reach out to them and I knew they had something that I really needed help with. Like I needed, like I was like, hey, I needed a can of paint. I've seen the guy's collection of paint. I saw it on the shelf, but he just didn't want to help me because he was, you know, an old ornery guy thinking I'm just <laughs> some kid that, you know, just, just here today, gone tomorrow. I've given up everything, man. I like, anyway, given up. I mean, I've invested everything in my life, you know, and this is my job. This is what I do. This is what I plan on doing. I plan on being here for a long haul. I have no other choice, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I just, like I said, I mean, I just taught myself, but I'm not the best. I'll never be the best, but I'm going to work harder than everybody else to try to become the best I possibly can be. And that's what sets me aside. And that's how it was with DJ. And it's like, I never had anybody to teach me. I taught myself. I teach myself everything. I taught myself how to play drums. I taught myself how to do design work. I taught myself how to skateboard, you know, like nobody taught me. I taught myself. I just worked hard and put my head down and just like, became a psycho just basically became a psycho and, and got addicted and became like obsessive compulsive about it and taught myself you know uh, it's it's a cool way to you know think about it because i mean th there's a lot of different uh, approaches to, to doing it right like you could just have like i told earlier it's like there's there's different ways to learn but i, I like that you know you've kind of gravitated towards that kind of you know well if i gotta get it done i just kind of have to go through the fire type thing you know where Whereas I think, you know, some people do kind of say, oh, I can never do that, but you might as well just get up there and see if it's like, and if you don't like it, you can always, you know, flip the light switch off, right? But, you know, I like how you've gone up and, and approached some of those guys too, you know, like, you know, especially with the, the paint and everything you mentioned, like that example is probably resonating now with certain people, you know, even listen to this, I'm sure they have examples of that. Um, where do you feel like the sign painting is going nowadays, like where it's at right now? Or you feel like it's like healthy with the, internet and everything i see a lot more oh, um, yeah it's very very there's so many people doing it and there's so many great people doing it but like it's like anything man it's like it's a trend and maybe i hopped on the trend <laughs> you know probably at the right time or whatever but like there's something like there's something in the green with me it's like i'm not going anywhere a lot of people might just be you know i like just do it for a little bit dabble in it but it's like that's all i think about i mean if my, i can't I, when we travel my wife and i it's like she has to tell me to put my phone down because I'm constantly staring at signs and photographing signs and getting inspiration here and there. And <laughs> it just, it's just, it's no matter if I'm not even doing it full time, like I am doing it full time now, but you know, I always do it. I have no choice. I really yeah. don't. I just, I, it's something I have to do. And it's like, I have to make art. I have to, I've always painted and drawn shot photos or something like i have to make i have to create there's no other way around it it's it's part of me you know and i'm just you know some goofy italian kid from the north and like i just i have to create i have to write my name everything you know i mean i was a graffiti writer for many years and i still write my name on everything <laughs> like i'm 40 41 years old and i still you know it's just what it, it, it's just who i am you know I'm doing it for 30 years. I can't stop writing my name on and everything. So. It's like a true passion. I think like, um, you know, especially where you kind of come from and, and the kind of language you use, I think, 
you know, you've created a, a really good place. I, I'm excited to see, um, you know, new work and I follow you, you know, online. So I'm, I'm excited. And uh, anything you want to, you know, new products coming out or, or stuff you want to um, just kind of uh, lay on our listeners, you know, a place, I guess, where to find you online, stuff coming in the future. Anything you wanna yeah, I, um, I, I kind of want to give like, you know, I usually find me online at special signs. It's SPCL signs, F I G N S. Um, that's an Instagram. Um, but I mean, honestly, like, uh, you know, I just want to be, I'm really, really thankful for my wife, like putting up with my crap. <laughs> like without her, I wouldn't like, I've had a chance to like, you know, do what I'm doing. She actually was really encouraging, but then I got a lot of good friends in my corner, you know, that are really supportive. My friend Lauren, my friend Derek, my friend Juan, and my friend Joe Bruno. There's a lot of people that are like really inspiring to me. And they like, you know, they're, they're always on my back. You know what I mean? If I'm down or bummed out about something, they're always there to like pat me on the back, you know? But, uh, you know, just, I guess what I could tell people is just like really like give it your all. Like I know no other way, but to go like a hundred percent. It was like, <laughs> and I hate, so I don't hate it. I just, I see people with more talent than I'll ever have in my life and they just don't care and they don't give it any, like they don't give it any energy. And I just, I don't have that talent. I have to work to become good at something. And I just feel like, and I don't know, just give it your all. And, and uh, yeah, that's a great way to like, also, like, say, also, just another thing I want to say is like, if you see these old guys out there, like, try to talk to them. Like, there's a lot of these guys have a lot of knowledge, and you know, no matter what trade they're in, stop some of these older cats that are walking around and stop and sit down and talk to them. They have a lot of knowledge that can help you in life and help you with whatever trade or whatever kind of work, especially old hand makers or people that work with their hands. They have a lot of cool knowledge and a lot of cool stories and you know stop once in a while and talk to them yeah that's great advice too um well joseph thanks for coming on special signs everybody go check him out i appreciate it thanks yeah man thank you very much hey guys hope you enjoyed that show if you haven't done so please leave us a review on your podcast aggregator of choice we have a lot of great neon guests coming up and as always thanks for listening